0: What is up guys and welcome back to another episode of the Bleeding B&G Podcast. Before we get too deep into this episode though, if you're checking us out on YouTube, be sure to comment, be sure to like, be sure to subscribe. If you're checking us out on audio only platforms such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify, be sure to leave a rating, be sure to leave a review. That's how we finesse these algorithms so that when you're searching anything, Washington Commanders, Bleeding B&G is the number one content hub that that comes up on your search bar. And... Now that we're through with that, without further ado, welcome to episode 110 of the Bleeding B&G podcast. And to give you a timestamp, as I do for all of my episodes, today is Friday, January the 12th, and it's about 1 p.m. And we're about an hour and a half removed from Washington Commanders breaking NFL news across the NFL circles yet again. Whether it be Adam Shutter, whether it be Ian Rappaport, whether it be you name it, whether it be you name it. About an hour and a half ago and around 11.30 uh, a.m., the news had dropped that the Washington Commanders had agreed to terms with former assistant general manager of the San Francisco 49ers, Adam Peters, on terms on him to become the new head of their football operations. Now, he hasn't had a specific title uh, or a specific title hasn't come up in the information or the news or reports or the leaks that have come out yet. So we're just going to call him the head of football operations right now. And as you can tell, I'm giving you instant reaction and instant analysis. I'm super excited. I'm super excited. No, I'm not one of these casual NFL fans that just hear a name and get excited because I hear that he comes from the San Francisco 49ers. If you can attest in our last episode, we spoke highly of Adam Peters because this is a guy that... Knows nothing but success in the NFL. This is a guy that knows nothing but success in the NFL. And before we get too deep into Adam Peters, when the news broke yesterday, actually, I think that Ian Rapperpool was the one that broke this news, that our search for our head of football operations position. It came down to two people, Adam Peters from the San Francisco 49ers and Ian Cunningham from the Chicago Bears. I felt like you were in a win-win situation because if you go back to our episode 109, out with the old and with the new um, episode, we spoke highly of both gentlemen. uh, Ian Cunningham coming from the Chicago Bears with his history with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Baltimore Ravens. So he had come from a numerous of successful organizations as well. But as I mentioned in that same episode, Josh Harris, Josh Harris, you you a bad motherfucker, boy. Josh Harris, you a bad motherfucker. Because as I mentioned in that episode, no matter how long Josh Harris is the owner of the Washington football franchise, no matter how his tenure is, Josh Harris only gets one chance to make a first impression as far as these signings go. You only get one chance to have a first. And for his first at-bat to be hiring Adam Peters, he hit that one out the park. He hit a fucking grand slam, home run, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it. And as I've said throughout the last couple of months, when it was evident that we were going to be hiring, when we were going to be firing our old staff and looking to fill in GM roles and head coaches' roles, Adam Peters had rose to the top of my list as well because this is a guy that exudes success, guys. This is exactly, he's he. If you see success in a dictionary, you might as well put Adam Peters' fucking face right beside it. And let me tell you what I mean by that. This is a guy that has been in the NFL since 2003. So next season, he'll be going into his 22nd NFL season at only the age of 44. So this is a guy that has spent damn near more time in his life inside the NFL than outside of it. And let me tell you some of the organizations that he has spent here, yeah, he has been serving within his time in the NFL. So when he came into the league in the 2003 season, he was a scout for the New England Patriots. So think about 2003. And think about the New England Patriots. Them dudes were smack dab in the middle of their first dynasty. And this is a guy that was right, right there in the, at the helm. Right there at the helm with good old Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Uh, and as I said, he was an area scout. So this is a guy that has, has spent time on the road. This is a guy that spent time in motel rooms, boots on the ground, scouting players, going to different regions throughout the country. And that is one of my favorite things about Adam Peters as well, is that his, his experience. So, number one is his fucking success because he's an outright winner. I just mentioned one of the most successful franchises that he has been a part of. I, oh, don't worry. It's more. There's more. Don't worry. There's more. But also, he has experience running a franchise from the ground up. He has served in a multitude of role, uh, roles, so I think that his versatility is what has him rise to the cream of the cup and, and the candidates as well. And when I heard this news, this is the one thing that I really thought is that it's a new day over here in Washington. When have you heard the Washington Commanders or the Washington football franchise been able to attract anything in the last couple of years? Unless it was Dan Snyder paying fucking buku money just paying outside of everybody just to compensate for his fucking buffoonery. You haven't. When have we become a destination for not only players but head coaches and now front office executives? And not only just a destination, but we're getting the best of the best. Ask around... Amongst this cycle and hiring front office executives and things of that nature, you don't get any better than Adam Peters. You don't get any better than Adam Peters. As I mentioned, he was down there boots on the ground, putting miles in on the road as an area scout with the New England Patriots. Well, guess what? He went from there to the Denver Broncos. Oh, and he was just a part of that front office with that roster that won Super Bowl 50 in 2015. Serving in a multitude of roles in that organization as well. Not only director of college player personnel, but director of NFL player personnel as well. As I said, man, this guy has experience. This guy was the ideal candidate. Adam Peters is a bad motherfucker. He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. And I hope he's coming to Washington in 2024 to make Washington great again. Because as I said, this is a new day over here in Washington. This is a new day over here in Washington. Because once, you know, Adam Peters, you know, he served his time with the Denver Broncos. He then just went over to the San Francisco 49ers in 2017 and has done nothing but been a part of a front office that have have drafted five All-Pros with only one of them being a first-rounder in Nick Bosa. The others being the likes of Debo Samuel, second-rounder, Fred Warner, third-rounder, Talofa Hafunga, fifth-rounder, George Kittle, fifth-rounder. And if you listen to NFL circles, if you if Google is present. If you use fucking Google, if you lose Twitter search bars, all you got to do is research it. If you look for it, you'll find it. I guarantee you, because it's out there. There's been numerous people saying that Adam Peters was the brain trust, was the brains behind that brain trust in all of these drafts since 2017. That he was the one that was really putting in the work evaluating these players that John Lynch was just a shiny name with the Hall of Fame resume. And as I mentioned in episode 109, if you guys haven't checked that out, be sure to check out our last episode because we dropped some gins in that joint. I said that I love this because it seems as if Washington is finally willing to play chess. It seems that we finally have an organization that's smart enough to play chess. And the reason that I said that is because if you paid attention to the reports, guys, as soon as Ron Rivera was fired... And we assembled our search team. All the GM candidates that we had requested to interview, everybody else had that title of just GM with their name. But I saw that one report. I forgot who who um, made the report. And I'm sorry that I'm not properly accrediting you. But there was one report that said that they were interviewing Adam Peters for the head of football operations. And I think that he was the only one that had that title. And I was like, ooh, when I noticed that, I said, Oh, Washington over here. That's a shrewd move over here by Washington. Because they're over here playing chess. Because if you pay attention to the San Francisco beat writers and San Francisco media, that the San Francisco 49ers have been trying to promote Adam Peters to that very role in this upcoming season um, and you know promoting John Lynch to a senior vice president role be, just for the simple fact that they were terrified and petrified of the fact that they were going to lose Adam Peters. Well, guess what, buddy? You did. You lost him to big bad Josh Harris in the process. Over here in Washington. Just deal with it. Just deal with it. And I love to see it. I got a smile from the fucking east. From the Washington Commanders facility. To the San Francisco 49ers facility. This smile ranges country wide. Because I haven't had things to. Be happy about with this franchise. In a long long time. And it seems like it might be a new day in 2024. For this Washington football franchise. Now, i be remiss to mention that I clearly remember in 2009, in December of 2009, feeling this same way when, you know, it was reported that we were going to be bringing in Bruce Allen once Vinny Serato was fired. I'm not making that comparison. I'm just talking about feeling in similar ways. Now, that comparison is apples to oranges, and that's why I'm not making it, because I don't think that Bruce Allen was never anybody's number one candidate. But if you guys can go back to that 2009, I remember it vividly. I just turned 14, and I told you, we like a Washington football team encyclopedia over here. I've been watching this since I was a younger. I vividly remember in 2009, everybody being excited about that Bruce Allen hire because it seemed like we were finally having a competent football mind to replace Vinny Serrato and that used car salesman bullshit that he had been selling us for the years that he was under the Dan Snyder regime. And we just knew that we had somebody in Vinny Serrano that was completely incapable of making the decisions that he was making. And he ultimately just listened to anything that Dan started told him. But if you guys can go back and remember, and I'm not making a comparison between Adam Peters and Bruce Allen, they're two totally separate entities. I'm just talking about the way I remember feeling when we were hiring, you know, the similar front office executive roles. But one thing I do remember about that is that honeymoon period with Bruce Allen being very short-lived. Because I remember as a 14-year-old questioning the likes of signing Donovan McNabb. And as, as I mentioned, they are two separate entities. That, Bruce Allen was never number anybody's number one choice in unanimous, unanimously amongst NFL circles, like Adam Peters was. But I did feel a sense of relief. I feel, did feel a sense of turning over a new leaf in 2009 when we made that move. And I feel a similar sense of relief 14, almost 15 years later. But when we made that change, nothing really nothing really changed. When we made that change hiring Bruce Allen, nothing really changed. I don't see that being the case over here in Washington. I think that we got some of the... Like, you see what elite ownership does? Not only does it attract the best, but it has the capability of closing the deal. These guys move fast. News was was reported on Monday that we were requesting an interview with Adam Peters. That means that he left San Francisco, he flew to Miami, met with Josh Harris, had a second round of interviews, and flew back to fucking San Francisco in four days. What does that tell you? That this is the guy that we wanted all along, just like me. Just like me. And we fucking got him. And we fucking got him. And we fucking got him. This is a guy that is only 44 years old. So he can stay in this fucking position for damn near 20 years if he wanted to. Or get promoted into a senior executive um, personnel role. And they have his protege right up under him. That's how you create long standing success within an organization. You bring in good people to hire good people to keep this shit prolonged throughout years and years on end. That's what Ozzie Newsom did with Eric DaCosta. And I can mention numerous other examples. And this is why I think that, this, that we have turning over a new leaf in Washington. This is why I'm tremendously excited. And yeah, Hopefully, Adam Peters can come right in and get down to business, start drafting a couple of pro, all pros for my franchise. Now he has a big decision to make. Does he move up to now that we know who our GM is or who our head of football operations is? Are you? Are, do you think that Adam Peters is the guy that ultimately make that move to move up to number one in hopes of getting Caleb Williams and bringing that prize possession of the number one pick home? But do you think he's a guy that values picks and values the analytics of things? And I think the analytics shows that you don't really want to give up much to move one pick, even though you know we're Caleb Williams a bust over here at Bleeding BNG. But uh, I'm interested to see the next couple of moves that Adam Peters makes. The new league year starts in what less than two months, so he has to hit the ground running. I know he has to hire his staff. I know they were talking about he's overseeing and reviewing the current staff right now, so we don't know if Marty Herney or Marty Mayhew are, are staying or not. Please, dear God, no. Uh, but, yeah, brighter days are here in Washington, and let me know how you feel about it. And that'll do it for this episode of the B2B&G podcast. I'm super excited. I hope that you are, too. If you are, let me know how excited you are in the comments. As always, as always, if you're not checking us out on social media, hit us up on X, hit us up on Instagram. Our X handle is at Bleeding B-N-G, B-L-E-E-D-I-N-B-N-G. Our Instagram handle is at Bleeding B-N-G, spelled a tad bit different. That was B-L-E-E-D-I-N-G, B-N-G, with two Gs. As always, if you're checking us out on YouTube, be sure to become a member of that Bleeding B-N-G mafia. I got giveaways. I got giveaways I want to give out. Hold on really quickly. Hold on really quickly. I got, I got, I got, I got scarves. I got, I got scarves. I got pennants. I got pins I want to give out to only the special of the special of my subscribers. And you can let me know that you're one of those special subscribers by becoming a part of that um, Bleeding B&G Mafia. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. We got a lot of content coming out. Mock Draft, episode 1.0 coming out before this weekend ends. So be sure to tap into the channel and I'll check in on you guys later.